This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. It's your weekly blitz with Chris, keeping you in the game. Coming to you from the crossroads of industry knowledge and business innovation, this is the Weekly Blitz hosted by me, Coach Chris Cotton from Autofix Auto Shop Coaching. The Weekly Blitz is the show that supercharges your auto repair business knowledge, helping you navigate the labyrinth of the automotive world, giving you the tools and the tips you need to steer your business towards success. Each week, we deliver an episode jam-packed with insider know-how, industry developments, practical business strategies, and surprising things you didn't know you didn't know. The Weekly Blitz is brought to you by Shop Marketing Pros. I've been personally recommending Shop Marketing Pros since way before they were a podcast sponsor. They also do most, if not all, of my clients' marketing, and they should be doing yours as well. Many of my coaching clients work with Shop Marketing Pros and see results like they've never seen before from other marketers. To learn more about their top-tier marketing for top-tier shops, see their link in the show notes or go to shopmarketingpros.com forward slash Chris. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or a starter in the game, this podcast is your owner's manual to running a successful independent auto repair shop. Now strap yourselves in, turn the key, and let's hit the gas. So I am super excited to be talking to everybody today about surveys and and survey results. And I know everybody's like, ah, what's going on, Chris? But this is specifically for one survey that I created. Several months ago, I started a survey for technicians leaving the industry. I wanted to ask why they're leaving and some other things. We're going to go through it question by question, the results here in just a minute, so you'll be able to learn more about it. But we've been at it long enough now that we actually have some data from it, and I wanted to spend some time sharing results with everybody. So the name of the survey is quite simply, Why Are Technicians Leaving the Industry? And what I wanted to accomplish with this was I wanted to see why they're leaving, if anybody was trying to stop them from leaving, and see, for lack of better words, who was quote-unquote ruining the technicians. Like, why do people start out, go to tech school, do all these things, get in the industry only to leave? I think you're going to find the results that are pretty surprising. So we're going to hop into that and just start going through it. I'm also going to include the link to the survey in the comments, both on YouTube on the podcast and also in Facebook whenever we post this on there as well. This survey is 10 questions. It takes four minutes to complete it. And that's not, that's just not a number I made up. If you're looking at the screen with me here, you would see that average time to complete is four minutes. It's pretty simple, pretty to the point and pretty well done. We have approximately 55 people that have actually answered the survey. So that's our data set. I wish we had more, but this also seemed to be taking quite a bit of traction in YouTube. And now I'm getting two, three responses a day at this point. So the YouTube short that I did, if you don't believe in those, they're huge. You can go out there. It's really, really starting to get some some traction. Okay. When we got into this and when I was creating it, again, I want it to be simple. So the very first question is, what is your age? We have everybody in there. Everybody's answered it. Nobody skipped it. And just to give you an idea of what we're looking at, a little over 9% of the people that filled out results were in the 18 to 25-year-old range. A little over 27% of the people that replied were in the 26 to 35-year-old range. 
almost 37% was in the 36 to 45% range and 27% was 56 and over. So quite a good broad grouping of, of people that have filled out the survey. And I'm really, really happy with that. I'm happy how that turned out. Question number two was, how long have you been in the automotive industry? What this doesn't tell me, and I guess I wish I would have figured this before I actually started, is to get some sort of a median age group. But just kind of going down the list real quick, this one's been in the industry 20 years, 10 years, 45 years, 18, 15, 25, 40, four years, 12 years, 24 years, eight years. So that kind of gives you an idea of the range of people that, how long they've been in the industry as as long as the age as well. I also asked on there, what is your gender? I don't know that that's a great question to ask. It's come back 100% have all been male. So no female technicians in there have filled this out. I would love to get some of that data and see if that changes the reporting any at all as to why they may have left or why they may be leaving. So really, here's the meat and the potatoes of what what we're getting into it. Why did you choose to leave the industry? And just to read some of the comments on here, some of these technicians are pretty hot in that I think they have a very strong opinion on it. But I'm also going to say this. I feel like most of the people that have filled this out have worked for auto dealerships and not independent auto repair shops. One of the things that I've found or one of the things that I'm going to point to is that I think the dealerships are ruining a lot of technicians and people are leaving the industry before they ever have a chance to come in and, and try us on the independent side. I'll also say that if you go out to the the AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching YouTube page and look for those YouTube shorts, read through the comments on there. There's some really interesting comments. People aren't holding back. I'm not recommenting on those because I didn't want to stir it and and guide the the data or the the talk in any one direction. But again, the overall feeling that I'm getting is that the dealerships are are really kind of hurting us on this. You know, some of the keywords that it pulls out was pay, warranty, dealership, bad management, and things like that. This one was a one word thing. It's just retired. Another one was low pay, terrible benefits. This one's bad management, low pay from dealer, manufacturer, lowering warranty times constantly unqualified, underpaid support staff. And then in parentheses, they have parts, a lot of attendant service riders, warranty department. You know, to that level, we have to make sure that we have a great team that surrounds these technicians and supports them as best they can. We need to be supporting each other, but definitely we have to make those technicians as productive and comfortable as we can, right? Another comment in here, inconsistent pay, Pay is too dependent on if service advisors can sell, warranty diagnosis skills proficiency, tough work, bad pay, poor management. Another one, I didn't get paid enough and I don't feel appreciated. The next question that I ask, question number five is, is, okay, if you're leaving the industry, what industry are you going into? The answers kind of shocked and surprised me. The very first, this first one, or here are some of them. 
elevator escalator journeyman technician. Honestly, I see that as super huge, super important. We just spent a lot of time flying this last weekend and went through the Denver airport. And I think probably two of the escalators were down when we were on our trip. One of the escalators in the U-Bahn was down. I see the need for it. I see for people need for people that that want to do that or can do it. Cybersecurity, somebody listed as a, as something that they were going into. Somebody was going into construction. I didn't realize that you can make more money in construction than you could in being a technician. I guess it just depends on what you're doing. Uh, another one, somebody left to go farm cattle. I don't know what the salary ranges are for those, but I know that if you're in a good shop that treats you well, and in my mind, the ideal situation for all the employees in the independent auto repair shop is everybody should be making $100,000 a year or have a path to make $100,000 a year if you're just starting out. One of the other things that they listed was an industrial mechanic and another one was the elevator union or elevator technician. That is super, super interesting to me. And again, I want to get as much information as we can in here to see if we can figure this out. We're going to dig into to some of these other things in just a minute. I wanted to stop and talk real quick about Shop Marketing Pros real quickly. If you want to work with the best in the business, you need to be working with Shop Marketing Pros. They are absolute professionals when it comes to putting the light on your business. If you're looking at branding your business and or marketing your business, then you need to reach out and tell them Chris Cotton sent you over. In addition to the links that are going to be in the show notes, you can go listen to Brian and Kim on the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast. You can also find them in the Aftermarket Radio Network, which you can find us as well, and a lot of great other podcasters. And and all those links are going to be in the show notes as well. If you're looking for a marketing company to take you to the next level, then why not try Shop Marketing Pros, top-tier marketing for top-tier shops. I'm going to make this next statement, one, to talk about Shop Marketing Pros for just a second, but also... What does top tier mean to me? Uh, if I think about top tier, top tier is of the highest level or rank with regard to quality, reputation, or importance. And that's the type of shops that we're talking about. And to be honest with you, Shop Marketing Pros is a top tier marketing company for top tier marketing shops. And I don't want you to think that if you're if you're not top tier or if you don't consider yourself top tier, that you can never be a part of that. That's a big thing of what we're trying to do here. Like we're ta- we're trying to take you from your current level where you're at now and we're trying to advance you to the top tier. So if you're thinking about it, if you're thinking about moving on, if you're thinking about you want to be a top tier shop, I highly encourage that. Go ahead and, and look them up. Yeah. Back to the survey. So here we get into like, why did you leave? So question number six is what is the main reason you left? Here are the top four categories. Actually, this is the only four categories, and this is what they've responded or what they've put in there. So 50% of the people that answered the survey said that they left over pay. 10% of the people said they left over benefits. 30% said they left over work-life balance. And only 10% said poor management. Really, we have this big shift in the industry now where we're taking a lot more shops and we're going to a four-day work week. So that kind of addresses some of this work-life balance. But if 30% of the people that are leaving your business are leaving because of work-life balance and benefits and pay, that stuff is easy to fix. Those are all things that are completely within our power to fix. 
And if you think that you don't want to share some of the money with them to do that, or if you're not making enough money in order to increase pay and benefits and come up with a better work-life balance, then 100% you're wrong on that. My challenge to you is, is there's probably something wrong in your pay structure or your pricing structure, allowing yourself to do those types of things. Okay. So the 50% overpay wasn't really the shocker in there, but the work-life balance and the benefits was. Those are all things that are easily fixed in order to keep people in our industry. Question number seven, is there another reason not listed above? Was there something that wasn't listed, wasn't written down, and things like that? And really, what it came up with was just talking about and reiterating the work life. This one mentions no growth. Several people have mentioned the poor qualities of poor quality of vehicles being built now. I don't know why that would make a technician want to leave the industry. If anything else, it should be like, hey, I can get more work because the quality is not very good. This person said that if they retired by July 2022, then they could keep their benefits. So that's why they they left. You know, most of the stuff's been covered, but there is a little bit of those things out there. Number eight, have you ever worked at an independently owned auto repair shop? What we found out on here is 70% of the people said no. They'd never worked at an independent auto repair shop. Would be great to follow up and ask, have you ever considered working at an independent repair shop? Again, I get the overall feeling that dealerships are ruining these people and we're just not getting them. So we got to fight for for these people in our industry to come work for us and give us a shot. Question number nine, if you had better owners or leaders, would you have stayed? 67% of the people said no. Only 33% said yes. Some people had some sort of management issues, but most did not. Again, it doesn't necessarily point towards poor management. It does in a couple of cases, but overwhelmingly, again, pay, benefits, work-life balance. I think all those things are easily fixable. So people, as shop owners, as business owners, as people, as human beings, we need to do a better job of making the money we need to make in order to do those things, to offer these. Question number 10 was, did anyone try and keep you in the industry? And I'm not sure that I asked this question quite correctly or as good as I could have. In my mind was, when you went in and turned your notice, did anybody fight for you? Be like, hey, we'll do what it takes to keep you. And I was disappointed in this. Like 64% of the people that replied said no, said nobody tried to keep them in the industry. I don't know. I don't know that it's owner laziness or what it is, or if people come in and say, hey, I'm leaving, if we just write them off and then kick them to the wolves, so to speak. But I really feel like most of all of these things are within our power. Like we can fix all of this and fix it fairly easily. I'm just super excited on on what we can do with this. And we just have to do better, right? As business owners, we have to do better, maybe work a little bit on our management skills, but really take a good hard look at our pay structure, our profit structure, and, and find a way to keep these people, make them feel appreciated. Hopefully in another six months, maybe this will have doubled or tripled. I know the more that we put this out there, the the better off it'll be, but really looking forward to this. So if you know of somebody that's leaving the industry, make sure you keep this link down and share it with them. I would love to get the data. I would love to be able to report back. And again, so much of, so much of our troubles as shop owners 
are completely within our power to fix. We've just got to fix it. And I do know one thing. We've got to stop complaining about it and start making something happen, right? I truly believe in the power of knowledge and collaboration to drive success. And I trust that the insights we've shared today can empower you to take your auto repair business to the next level. We're incredibly grateful for all of our listeners. Your commitment to learning, growth, and improvement is what keeps us doing what we do, and we never forget that. We also want to thank our incredible sponsor, Shop Marketing Pros, for making this show possible free to you. Their dedication to the success of independent auto repair shops like yours is truly unparalleled. Shop Marketing Pros provides top-tier marketing for top-tier shops just like yours. Remember, success doesn't come to you. You have to go out and get, get it. It's about making strategic decisions, fostering effective management, and continuously seeking to educate yourself and your team. That's what the Weekly Blitz is all about, and we're committed to being a resource for you every step of the way. Join us next week as we continue to provide actionable insights, expert advice, and real-world stories from the trenches of the auto repair industry. Don't forget to subscribe, share this podcast with fellow shop owners, and leave us a review if you enjoyed today's episode. As always, if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to tackle in an upcoming episode, please get in touch, chris at autofixsos.com. Your input is what shapes this show. Until next time, I'm Chris Cotton signing off. Keep your gears running smoothly. Keep learning and keep growing. Remember, in this business, every day is a chance to get better. Here's to your continued success. As always, it's time to rise and grind. Have a great day, everybody. You've been listening to The Weekly Blitz with Coach Chris Cotton on the AftermarketRadioNetwork.com. Follow Chris on your favorite podcast listening app. Let him know what you'd like him to cover. His email is in the show notes. Chris is all for advancing the aftermarket.